Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Talk Busy with Lizzie podcast. I'm your host, Lizzie. And today's episode is something that I've been thinking about a lot because um, it's Halloween time, right? It's spooky season, people. I love spooky season. I love Halloween. I love fall. And so uh, today, that's what we're talking about, um, is Halloween. Now, I have seen an abundance of posts um, saying that Halloween is a, not something Christians should be celebrating or something that Christians should be celebrating. Um, and so I have my own opinions on it and my family has always celebrated Halloween and we are a God-fearing Christian family. And so I wanted to share what our opinions are on it, my family's, but who better to explain that than my dad, the spiritual leader of our household. So I had my dad on, um, which I'm super excited about, but I wanted to quickly share some of the things that I've seen as um, as arguments for not celebrating Halloween. And then my dad will explain why we celebrate Halloween, but I'm trying to find where I screenshotted a bunch of them, and I can't find them, but I'll go on her Instagram. Um, her name is Allie um, Yared. No, that was her old. That was her maiden name. Um, Allie something. Let me look it up. If I can get into my Instagram, maybe. Nope. One second. I thought I was logged in on here. I guess I'm not. Is this it? Oh, there we go. Okay, then we're gonna go. Allie Ragsdale, that's her name. Um, where's her Halloween posts? Here we go. Okay, she said, should Christians celebrate Halloween? No. Does Halloween bring glory, God glory? No. Is it good to make spiritual darkness look fun? No. Is Halloween spiritually neutral? No. Does celebrating Halloween set us apart? No. Is Halloween normalized now? Yes, but so are many dark things. Sure, you could bring your family dressed as rainbows to a pride parade, but why would you? This isn't about a pride parade, this is about Halloween. Dear Christians, if you would not show up to the pride parade with your kids dressed as God's rainbow, then why would you show up on Halloween with your kids dressed in fun costumes like the rest of the world celebrating darkness? Are we set apart or blending in on Halloween? The question is not how innocent can you look on Halloween. The question is, is Halloween innocent or not? We've been sold the lie that celebrating darkness can and should be fun. Think about the implications of this teaching. If Halloween is really perceived as just innocent and fun, what's next? There's no condemnation in Christ. I've celebrated Halloween in the past. I thought it was just innocent fun. Is a holiday that glorifies death, darkness, and evil really supposed to be fun for a child of God? Is this not the stuff Jesus saved us from? It is, so why celebrate it? Yes, Halloween has a dark history, but I'm afraid Halloween has an even darker future, one that Christians should be wise to not partake in. Satan comes as an angel of light. He is darkness disguised as light. He is death disguised as life. He is evil disguised as good. He is all the Halloween glorifies disguised as fun. If we're all dressed up like an angel of light on that night, we may be blind to Satan's schemes. I'll be slow to say you're 
automatically sinning if you celebrate Halloween. But I'll be quick to say, I think you're being unwise and unknowingly supporting others who are sinning. Should we support the world's sin and love of darkness by celebrating Halloween? Um, does Halloween glorify God? That's the only question that matters. Hand out gospel tracts. Evangelize. Spend time with your family. Have friends over. Pray for people. Whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And I think that's the biggest takeaway here is if you're going to celebrate Halloween or not celebrate Halloween, do it for God's glory. Because whether you celebrate it or you don't celebrate it, and you're doing if you're doing it for God's glory, that's what matters. So at the end of the day, I believe that's what matters. Um, my dad will get into some of the history of Halloween, but it quickly... There was something that I know I did not mention in the actual podcast that I really quickly wanted to add about how Halloween has an even darker future. As we get into it, my dad talks about evangelizing and the opportunity Halloween has to do that. Um, so I think that we have an impact on whether or not it has a darker future. So that was just a quick thing. Um, she said that you're allowed to have a different opinion. Um, where does um, but there were some people who called her out and were out, not in a, not in a loving way of being like, Hey, there are people like who do this and stuff like that. But instead of calling her dumb and being rude and she makes mention of how that's more revealing of your heart, the comment section and what people said about it is more revealing of their heart than whether or not they actually par- or participate in Halloween um, we'll talk about how um, decorations and stuff in the podcast, which she makes comments about how um, you're literally walking through like graveyards and coven displays and stuff like that. Um, she has a couple Bible verses, um, like First John one five through seven. This is the message we have heard from God, from him and proclaimed to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. My dad and I will talk about how we are lights to the world within the darkness. Um, and we're not participating in the darkness, but we are a light. And that... Um, there are, um, this is an opportunity to expose evil. We talk about that a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, that was what she said. And sorry, you can hear a dog lapping up water in the background right now. Um, I'm dog sitting and recording this episode. But I'm so excited for you guys to meet my father and get to listen to what he has to say about Halloween. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. All right, so today I have a very special guest, my dad. Um, Thank you, Dad, for coming on. You're welcome. I'm really excited to have you on. I've wanted to have you on for a while just because you have really good insight on like Christian topics and stuff. And as like the spiritual leader of our family, you have always have like done a good job of teaching us things and always reading upon things and stuff (laughs) and so I found a bunch of comment not comments um but like posts on why Halloween shouldn't be celebrated by Christians and growing up we've always celebrated Halloween and you've always had opinions on that 
And so I just want to share what you've said because I've always had really looked up to what you said and taken everything you say very seriously. So, yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to just kind of give an explanation on, like, the history of Halloween? Sure. Or what I, you know? I mean, I'm kind of a... I've dabbled in it from time to time just because, you know, I was concerned have it being a parent, trying to figure out is this something right, not right. I mean, I grew up loving Halloween, having fun, you know, trick-or-treating and dressing up and and doing all those fun things. We used to set up, you know, um, haunted houses in our, in our house, in our basement when I was a kid and had kids, neighborhood kids go through and I just always enjoyed the time and so as I grew up and became a parent and and as a Christian I was concerned that well maybe this isn't the right thing to do um but so I researched and I looked and I you know and it I didn't do a whole deep dive on it or anything like that I didn't you know spend you know hours or days or trying to figure it out but ultimately I feel that Halloween has there's portions of Halloween that people you know um, have done bad things because it's done in the dark and it's done under mask and cover that's and that's human nature um, especially in a sinful world right we people seize on opportunity to um, to do bad things and that's and that uh, Halloween just happens to be one of those types of holidays or days that can be um, used for that purpose um, it's an excuse for a lot of people to do the things that they don't do maybe the rest of the year but um i think in its purest form not that it's pure necessarily i don't know if that's the right word but i think it can be an innocent fun thing for anyone to do i don't know that it's necessarily a celebration or a a holiday in the sense that we celebrate anything by it. I think it's just a day to do fun things and to, have, and to be able to dress up and be, you know, something. I mean, as an adult, I don't dress up and I don't do much, but it's fun to take the kids out trick-or-treating. Um, so that being said, the, <laughs> um, the history and the origin of it, can, they kind of dated it back probably to the Druids and the, um, and the Celts and in Ireland and Scotland and England back to probably a couple thousand years. They've sell, they've had different harvest festivals and things like that. And I can't remember this particular, and also they celebrated their dead, which seems to be a theme throughout all of the world, different uh, cultures and societies have a day to celebrate their dead. Now, as Christians, that's not something that we do, and that's, I wouldn't, but 
that's kind of the origin of it. So they had like this Day of the Dead celebration or whatever, Harvest Festival. But the day before, they would dress up as, um, you know, demons, goblins. Uh, they believed in all this stuff. The They believed in, you know, ghosts and, and I don't know, ogres. Or I don't know, all these different um, things. And they would dress up as them the night before the celebration to basically trick the these being these creatures into thinking that they weren't human and not to torment them so that the next day's celebration would go off without being without interference for uh, fast forward those same um druids and um celts were Christianized and they became Christians and they had these so when they they kind of melded the celebration together in a way um not I'm not sure exactly how they did it but there was a lot of um they would use they would they would celebrate um, the so back then it was the Roman Catholic Church was the predominant. I mean, there wasn't uh, the Protestantism or uh, or anything like that. So it was the Roman Catholic Church, and they still believed in the saints and or the that not all. Christians are saints, but that there were particular saints within the church that they celebrated. And so what they would do is they would um, celebrate the saints, but the day before, or the evening before, they would dress up as the, yeah, to, to basically mock the, the demons or the evil spirits because evil spirits and and demons are by nature they're prideful or they're they they have all the marks i mean they're prideful they don't they they don't like being seen they like operating out in the shadows and this is kind of a open display to them of who they are and what they are kind of i was just reading a thing about and at Harvard University, they're doxing these students that are standing against Israel and are, um, and they're driving around with their pictures on, on a truck or some, or something. They're going around campus to basically call these people out for standing against Israel or against, um, or for the atrocities that have happened recently. And so I guess in a way, that's what these ancient Christians were doing at this time, point in time, was they were mocking, they were doxing, they were showing the evil spirits who they are, putting them out in the open and, mm -hmm. and um, in a hope that... It's almost that it wasn't in the darkness anymore. Yeah, it was kind of into the light. Although it have all these celebrations usually took place in the evening. Yeah, and but like you saw it instead of just being like 
Does that make sense? Yeah. And so it was out in the open. Now, I'm not <clears throat> saying this is biblically okay or, or anything like that, but that's kind of what my understanding of what, how this, this transformation of Halloween has kind of changed throughout the... And so, um, eventually, the Roman Catholic Church adopted it, the popes adopted it, and made All Saints Day a on the 1st of November an actual holiday with All Hallows' Eve, which is how we got Halloween. They just yeah. condensed the words. And Eve, I always thought, was before the eve but it's actually evening it's yeah. short for evening so uh it's all hallows evening would be the night before the all saints day so like and christmas eve is christmas evening it might be i don't know i always thought it was the day before but maybe it is the evening short for evening interesting but, um, so as the whole Roman Catholic, which was at that time, all of Christianity in, in Europe was, was Roman Catholic at that time, they, it was adopted in other countries, um, throughout Europe. Um, but I think it wasn't as, it still wasn't as, as strong as in, um, Ireland and Scotland and England. Um, cause I think they're the ones that brought it to the United States when it went in the 1800s when they were migrating. And so that's kind of how it ended up coming to the United States as a predominantly, uh, Protestant country. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it was just a, um, a day before the All Saints Day that would, it was basically to mock, it, it, my understanding is to mock the the evil spirits or um, demons, Satan himself, mm-hmm. to keep them away from their celebration of the saints. And then eventually, I mean, in, you gotta, that era, there was a lot of corruption in the church. Um, we now, the Protestants celebrate Halloween or the 31st as Reformation Day because of, um, um, Martin Luther nailing his thesis to the, to the church on that day, which was kind of, it was all tied into All Saints Day because he, that, he had a purpose for why the day he picked. Mm-hmm. Um... Yes, occultism, a lot of these evil, you know, witches, things like that, they do use uh, Halloween uh, because of the, you know, it's done in darkness, it's done in, um, but you got to realize that and a lot of people think that they're giving Satan a day. That's what I was going to say. A lot of people believe that it's a day that brings honor 
Or so stuff to see. you got to remember that Satan has control of nothing. He'd like to people to believe that he has control. Um, and God has granted him privilege over what whatever he has is because God has given it to him. It's nothing he's done on his own. Mm -hmm. And... Um, Even hell isn't like his kingdom. No, it's banished there. Right, and I think that's I, something most people don't understand. Like even growing up, I didn't understand that till I was in like eighth grade, tenth or ninth grade, eighth grade, mm -hmm. something like that. And I realized, oh wait, he's not like he doesn't rule down there. He's he's also banished there. He may rule because he there's no one else to rule. But although even God has dominion over hell. So that's, if any, any dominion that Satan has, it'd be, it's given to him by God. Mm -hmm. We have to remember that there is, that Satan has no hold on any of us Christians. There's no, Jesus died and took any hold that he had because the only hold he had was over the sin because God gave him, you know, any, and, but now, and death, but because Jesus died and rose, we are free of any, Satan has no power over us. And so, um, I, I do, I believe as a parent, having kids celebrate or not even celebrate, but, um, but participate in hot Halloween activities and doing things is not bad. Um, now if they're participating in occult activities and things like that. That's totally different. But if they're just trick-or-treating and dressing up and having fun, I don't have... I think it's just a day for kids to be something that they're not, maybe. Or, you know, play and, and get fun I mean, they're imaginative. And, they like to... I mean, yeah. kids love to do imaginary stuff and dress up. And, yeah. and it's a day where they, like... It's almost dedicated to that, that they can yeah. just go have fun. And I mean, half the like times when you have like Halloween parties, they aren't even considered Halloween parties. They're like costume parties or stuff like that, yeah. like during Halloween time. Yeah. Um, my question is, because I, I saw a post, this lady, I talked to you a little bit about it, and then I'm going to share them mm -hmm. some of her comments in the uh, intro podcast, uh -huh. or to the podcast. Um, but... She was, she took some pictures of just decorations of people's houses and she was like, see, it's all like scary. It's supposed to be like, there's so much death in it and stuff like that. And so what mm -hmm. would you say? Because I know we decorate and we have fun decorations that I've always enjoyed. Mm -hmm. um, so what would you say to that? Well, yeah, it is. I mean, I think it is a time when, and some people get carried away definitely with it yeah. um but as christians we have nothing to fear because we've 
Jesus has conquered death. Mm. Yes, it's it's a uh, it's his presence, and it affects all of us, uh, and we all mourn and and have you know it's it's not something we have an innate nature to to live and to thrive and death is an affront to that but that but we have to remember that Jesus has conquered death that yeah and we will live forever eternally with 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 Jesus in mm-hmm. in heaven and <clears throat> that yes they may I guess that you can look at it as an opportunity to evangelize if, if that's the case that you can use that opportunity to mm-hmm. speak out again uh, about how Jesus has conquered death and, and sin and there is salvation through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's what, cause I read an article actually about, um, Jerry Falwell. So mm-hmm. he was, he, he was one of the first like people to really put Halloween, like parties on, not parties, but like Halloween events on in church. Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, Thomas Road Baptist, which, um, if you go to Liberty, you're super familiar with that. Cause it's literally on campus. Um, but they put on Halloween events every year. Um, they've done, like, they do that to evangelize and use it to talk to people. And they're like, he's like, well, if you don't want to give the devil any power, take that holiday and make it about God. Um, which I think is super important and good. Um, so that just. Which I think kind of ties into the Halloween All Saints Day, how it's exposing the devil and Satan Mm -hmm. for who he is and what he is before we celebrate the, the works of Jesus Christ. It's kind of, Hey, this is what lays before us, but we have salvation through Jesus Christ. Because if you don't believe in the devil or in hell, mm -hmm. you don't, you can't truly believe that Jesus died for your sins because there'd be nothing for him to die for and he wouldn't be saving you from anything. Right. Um, so I think that's super important, like realization. And I mean, talk about it a lot in church and like Jesus talked about hell a lot (laughs) in the new Testament. Um, and I think people don't always realize that. And I think you've always told us that like, if the devil makes you not believe in himself, he's making you not believe in God. Like, because if you don't believe that the devil is real, you're not believing what God says about the devil, and you're so therefore you're not believing mm-hmm. that God is telling the truth or anything like that. And um, and so yeah, bringing it to light that like this is there is darkness in this world, and it's not just a darkness we imagine or we joke about or anything like that. Like it's actually real. And I think I know a lot of people are like. I mean, even, I know you don't like Hocus Pocus or the movie that Emily and I watch all the time, or, like, I know there's a lot of Christians who don't like movies like that, and I've, I mean, I've always liked the movie just because I think it's funny, but also I think 
that one over others specifically is just like they actually showed the witches in like a bad light like they're not saying that the witchcraft that they do is good like they joke about it at the beginning and like you know but in the end the witches are the bad guys they're not the good guys which is what i don't like about the new hocus pocus because the new people the people in it the new the like girl little girls they're witches and they're supposed to be the good guys so I don't like that one, but the first one I really like, and I think they do a good job of being like, hey, these are really bad people that are doing really bad things for the ta- to the town, and mm-hmm. um, and um, so. that's kind of a trend that right nowadays yeah. is to make good evil and evil good, yeah, and that is a sign of the end times. Unfortunately, we're getting. Yeah. I don't know where we are in the timetable of this world or anything and but there's definitely a lot more signs towards the end these days and that's one of them yes making there's a lot of movies that are trying to make the so many evil good and good evil and and things like that even books too like i'm well you know obviously a huge reader and i i love the halloween halloween time and like the fun, like, spooky season activities, like, carving pumpkins, whatever, you know. So, and I like to read seasonally, if that makes sense. So, like, if I'm in fall, if it's, like, Halloween time, I like to read a more Halloween-themed book or fall-themed book. And so I've been looking for some, and almost all of them are about these witches and, like, how it's good. And, like, one of them I found was literally about a witch falling in love with a demon and how they're all going to be good guys in it. Like, I'm, I have no doubt that they're going to, in the book, going to be these good guys. And it's just so sad to see, like, how those are really, really bad things. And, like, they're being turned to look good. Um, I follow quite a few people on TikTok. Um, that are, like, are ex-witches. Like, they used to mm-hmm. participate in witchcraft, and now they're Christian, and they're super, obviously, against it. And I think that that's the thing, is a lot of, I think a lot of those people are the ones speaking out against Halloween. Sure. And I can see where they use it. Um, the, I mean, they, but... Ultimately, I think it does expose things. I was kind of, as we were talking, I'm thinking of different cultures. And if you ever, I remember going to the Japanese gardens in Spokane when I was a kid. And they talking about, they had bridges that bent, that they weren't straight. And, and in the Chinese culture, they used mirrors and stuff to expose. But it's like, it, all the purpose was to prevent evil spirits from from being around whether they can't go they can't turn i don't know why anyway or the mirrors in chinese culture and a lot of the cultures is to expose them and to see their face and that that would scare them away and that's why we use they they carve jack-o'-lanterns even back Hmm. when i was talking about in the celtic druid period they would carve gourds and then if you think about these old buildings that have gargoyles on, on the oh, tops yeah. of them, those are to scare away the evil spirits or not necessarily to invite them in. Yeah. And um, anyway, they it's more of an exposure that yeah. you are real. Satan is real. 
you can't a lot of times um you know you get this funny image satan doesn't want you to believe in him right. or that he's there because he's he wants to operate in the shadows yeah and again so, people, you don't believe in him then right jesus's work on the cross has no power if well, it always has power. Well, it know, has the but, power, but it doesn't, in the individual, if the person doesn't believe that... Well, that's what I mean. Right. To, like, yeah. Um, the person won't believe that they need to be saved from anything that, um, right. you know. Well, and that goes back to going... I mean, that there, we can talk about all kinds of discussions, but that has been... Satan's work in um, evolution and things like that, that to turn people away from the creation. Yeah. Because creation, the first 11 chapters of Genesis speak of why we need a savior and who created right. the earth and yeah. things like that. And, and, but if you science, claim that scientific it's not scientific the evolutionary theory is not even a theory it's uh it's a hypothesis that's been has never been proven yeah um these millions and billions of years of earth's history are not true right. they use the, that's all been created to um create a big enough timeline that evolution could even occur, which it never did. And so, but the more we get society to buy, or they get society to buy into these lies and these um, theories or hypothesis, then it takes people away from the true biblical story that God created the earth and, 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 how he created the earth and when sin entered in and why um we need a savior and and things like that so satan's always using any and the way he presented the apple or the the fruit of the tree in the center of the garden to eve and to, and to adam adam was there if you read the story he was probably right next to eve when he, when he was being deceived, so he was being deceived too. Um, he takes truth and twists it, and never it, there's always a little hint of truth, but he always twists it, and that's he. Um, and even when he tries to tempt Jesus, he right. uses partial truth and twist stuff and then jesus right. uses the true word of god right. to, to this yes yeah and so yeah and satan claimed that he could give jesus dominion over the world well he had no satan had no power to do that yeah and jesus so, already did <laughs> <laughs> um one other argument I've heard, actually, in, well, it's in favor of, like, celebrating Halloween and everything, mm -hmm. 
was someone said if you if you are like truly concerned about Halloween and like pagan roots of Halloween, then you can't celebrate Western version of Christmas because of its pagan roots. So I would say that if you really delve into the origins of Christmas and a lot of the holidays that we celebrate as Christians, if you delve in, a lot of them were placed by the Roman Catholic Church to replace a pagan ritual of some sort. I would say celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ is not a bad thing. I don't believe Obviously. that I don't believe that he was born on December 25th. Yeah. Um and there's a lot of art who I mean I don't know. I I've I think he was probably born in the fall. Um just by timelines things that I've kind of read throughout the years about if you trace the timelines back. Our fall? Like What's that? Like our fall, season of fall? Our season of fall. I mean, it used, and it's, everything is so skewed because back in the um, time of the Israelites and uh, they used a lunar calendar, not a the sun as their time. And so, or first... Um, setting their seasons and things so trying to translate that's why easter's never on the same same date and it's based on the passover and things which is based off the lunar calendar so um there's a lot of um but i would say going back not straight too far but to go back to christmas i there's no, it doesn't matter when it celebrated or what time is. I think it's a great time for family and it was meant to replace some pagan uh, rituals. But just like Halloween and, and all those things, it was those cultures that had those celebrations. I think it was more of a grassroots thing where it, it started in those those communities who were pagan were converted to Christianity and then they started celebrating different things to replace their pagan rituals during yeah. those same seasons and then the church eventually adopted it. Right. And I think that goes along with the whole like it's a chance to evangelize because if I mean with my global studies class and everything, we learned a lot about using what the culture already knows to teach about Christ. So if you are celebrating this one thing and you can use pieces of that to teach about what Christ says about it, mm -hmm. then they're going to understand it way easier. So if you're mm -hmm. taking a holiday like, the, like mm -hmm. Halloween, whatever, and taking the bits and turning it so that they can see what Christ says about it and then celebrating that instead mm -hmm. they're going to understand it more and I think I mean obviously now we don't we don't um, like we don't look at necessarily what they believe first sure. all the time but like we do see now like okay this is as Christians we can we use that as like what 
you said the Roman Catholic Church and stuff, we could use kind of what they were saying, and then now as it, you know, has moved on from that, I guess, and teach about, like you said, what Christ says about death, and that um, with Jesus there is no death, and um, sin has no hold on us, and stuff like that. Right. Yes, I agree. Um, I just lost my train of thought, because I was... <laughs> Sorry. I, I, but, no, I, no, that fine. I, um, I was, oh, I was thinking of the gates of hell and what they, what the Bible says about how, um, the gates of hell will not prevail against us and that we will prevail against the gates of hell. Well, Mm -hmm. if you think of a gate, a gate holds things in. It doesn't, it's a fortress or it secures something. So Satan's hold is kind of limited to his fortress or his, and if we can, if you think of a pagan celebration as his fortress, we are taking over that fortress by replacing it with something good. Yeah. And, um, that's what, even if you think about it, God uses evil for good all the time. Mm-hmm. He allows evil to happen, but it always works out for his, towards his will and, or for his, his will and his glory. Yeah. And that's what we as Christians are called to do as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Is to turn evil to good, to make something good out of something, you know. Yeah. We, not ter- not making good be, I mean, not making evil be good, considered good, but changing it so that the good is there. Just, yeah, right? it's not like I was saying with the culture where they're trying to make evil equate to good and good, good equate to evil. What, what I'm is saying, inherently good? But considered take, evil, what is inherently evil considered good is not what we're going for. <laughs> no, no. What we're saying is, or what I'm trying to say is, you take, bad things are happening. Bad things will always happen. Yeah. But use that op- as a time to, to evangelize, to yeah. show God's goodness and grace and mercy and his righteousness all his you know to be the light that shines in that darkness yes to be the light that's very good yes be a light and to um share the gospel and Mm -hmm. to expose the evil expose the evil so that people will turn to god and accept him as their his lord as their lord and savior Now, always, um, whenever we talk about this, I always think of the C.S. Lewis quote that says, above all else, the devil hates to be mocked. And yeah. so, just going back to all that. Exactly. And I think that's ultimately what Halloween was about, or All Hallows' Eve, was mocking Satan. Yeah. And like he like i said he likes to operate in the shadows he doesn't want to be exposed and he wants people not to even believe in him they he's made it to the so i mean you see these different images of the devil the red devil kind of just being you know kind of a cartoon figure 
he wants people to think, oh, it's just a make-believe story. It's just made up. It's not, I'm not real. Just, and, but that's his deception. That mm-hmm. is, he has, he's inner, he is in our culture. He is in things, our media and our, yeah. um, in Hollywood. And, and it's his, he's trying to deceive us into thinking he's not even there. It's right. that it's not even, and the truth is he is there, and he is our enemy. Yeah. It, uh, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Uh, for our young adult girls group, we're reading Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen, and she talks about how she was preaching at a, an event, I can't remember what it was, but she was, it was maybe for her book or something like that, she had a table for her book, whatever. Mm-hmm. She, um... She was talking about the devil and how, like, the spiritual realm is real and that demons are real and all this stuff. And this lady came up to her who was obviously possessed and and said, stop talking about us. Stop talking about us. And, and the, like, when she was talking later, all the lights went out and it was a huge church. So it, she goes, it had backup generators for its backup generators. Like it should, nothing should have happened. And there was like screaming down the halls and all this stuff. And it just goes to show that the devil doesn't want to be seen or talked about. He, like he, they, the demons don't want people to know that they're real. They, they don't want to be exposed. Exactly. Yeah. They don't, it, the more they can hide and work in the shadows and the, you know, and, and the, that's how they want to operate. They don't want to be exposed because then if they're exposed, then you have to deal with it. You either, and, um, and if there's demons, then there's an evil, there has to be good. And, um, you know, it. you can go into why there's sin in this world, why God allowed sin, why... But without it, there is no... Con- you, you can't see God's true glory or full glory without the, the contrast of sin. Yeah. He wouldn't have been able to share with us his greatness and his goodness and all that's without that contract without him defeating sin and death how would we truly know how his Mm -hmm. i mean and honestly we maybe only know a fraction of a fraction of of who god is and what how great he is because we're human beings we're we're Yes, we're created in this image, but we're finite on at least in this form this <laughs> and so our brains don't even have the capacity right. to yeah. understand until we are stand before him, yeah, <laughs> we will never yeah <laughs> yeah, well, I mean that's all the questions I have unless you wanna add anything else. No, I, I'm just glad you had me on today. I'm really happy you came on too. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Well. Okay, so I'm so happy I got to have my dad on the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, 
I just want to say before I end this podcast that if you're listening to this and you are convicted of God telling you like don't not to celebrate Halloween, this is not us saying you need to be celebrating Halloween like at all. Um, I do think exposing evil for what it is is important. I think that evangelizing is important, but of course you can do those in different ways. It doesn't have to be through celebrating Halloween. So if you are convicted and are like, no, I like God, I really feel like God doesn't want me celebrating Halloween. Do not celebrate it. Okay. We're talking, um, my friend Audrey and I were talking today about how there's a, a weaker brother, stronger brother argument. And it doesn't mean one is better than the other. It just means if you are a quote unquote weaker brother in one area, it means that you cannot be doing a certain thing while someone who's considered the stronger brother could be, and it wouldn't be not, it wouldn't be considered a sin. So for example, drinking, um, I know lots of Christians who feel like they can't drink because if they do, they're going to take it too far. Then that's a considered a weaker brother issue or they're a weaker brother in that issue. Now, again, it's not to say that they're worse or better off than someone else. Um, but it just means that they're not going to do that thing. Um, so in also in that sense, if you, if you have someone who is a weaker brother in that, you don't go and do that with them. So you're not going to be drinking in front of them, right? If you have someone who's like, I'm not, I don't drink. And I'm not saying like, I mean, I, I, I know there are many times where you do, like if you're at a party and a person goes and they decide not to drink, then, you know, that's their choice. They went to a party where people were drinking. They're not drinking. You might be, you might not. I don't know. But like, if you're going to hang out one-on-one with them, you're not going to be drinking with them, you know, um, stuff like that. So if I know that you don't celebrate Halloween because you're convicted not to, I'm not going to be inviting in my Halloween party, right? I'm not going to be watching scary movies with you um stuff like that I mean there's other examples too but there are certain things you're not going to be doing with them or I'm not going to be doing with you or whatever if you are convicted of not celebrating Halloween you don't have to celebrate Halloween to be a Christian just like you don't have to not celebrate Halloween to be a Christian right so I just want to make that clear um as I end this episode. But thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I really enjoyed having my dad on. Let me know if there's any other topics you want him to talk about and come on here and talk about because he is very, very smart. So um, I love having him on. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed. I'll see you guys for next week's episode. Thank you and God bless.